Professor Oak can remember the names of every single Pokemon, but not his own grandson's name. <laughs> what was your name again? There's a whole list of shit I've seen recently, like things like Magnemites, how the fuck do they work? My favourite. <laughs> hey Ash, your mum's still single? Go catch every Pokemon in the world. <laughs> Have you seen the crossbreeding? Oh god. What? Crossbreeding Pokemon. It's just lots and lots and lots of them, sort of this plus this equals this. And right at the bottom is the punchline, Butterfree plus Infernape equals butt rape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. By the way, I offered you this ages ago, but I'm going to offer it again, based on the fact it's now even easier. Do you guys want World 1 Stage 1 email accounts? Yeah? Okay. Because you've both got one. Oh, cool. okay. okay. I just don't know how to access it. it... Yeah, basically, um, because I've moved everything over uh, server-wise, I've set up Google for domains. Switch. So you, you have a Troy at World1Stage1.com Gmail. Yeah. And you have a Jack at World1Stage1.com Gmail. Hot. Wait, and, so I've got a Jack at World 1 Stage yep. 1 email. Okay. And I have a Rosencrantz at World 1 Stage 1. Because I knew one of you needed an email. Uh, <laughs> I knew it was one of your birthdays. <laughs> Sad times! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but primarily, right. what I've also done is set it up so that mail at World 1 Stage 1 will go to all three of us. Yeah. And we can all look and go, ah, oh, our three listeners are, are telling us things. <laughs> what was the general reaction to the filler show? Um, <laughs> generally positive. Mostly this one guy trying to learn Will's Elise and me being incapable of teaching him because apparently the lessons didn't stick. Oh. Or, you know, one cannot be told what Will's Elise is. Why were I worry you were dipped? M were U were S were T were Zul. S were E were E were Dip. I were T. I fucking can't keep it up. Right, shall we begin? Let's, I hate let's this niche commit. that I've fallen into, this Wurzel niche. <laughs> I don't want to be in Wurzel's niche. Uh. Let's go! <laughs> Alright, let's go. Come <laughs> Fuck you. I'm in so the hungry. Ear. <laughs> oh, no, no. We're doing a really good job of starting an episode. And welcome to World 1 Stage 1. I'm Simon. I'm Troy. I'm Jack. And we're back after madness has ensued. But it hasn't because we've had backup episodes, right? Yeah, that's, that's right. Worked, right. I think we missed a week somewhere in there. Oh, okay. Well, but, sorry for that week. Uh, to give listeners an idea, I, I did put out a tweet saying World 1 Stage 1 headquarters had been upgraded. I had no idea how true that was when I said it. <laughs> I just meant I'd moved house. Oh, okay. But of course, since then, I've also got new audio gear. So this week's show is going to be something of an experiment as to how well I can record with this, because it's a new setup mm. in a new place. And also, new server for the website. So the website is coming back. Oh, the old website. Mm. Oh, cool. I like it's been gone website. for a little while. Mm. Will that mean archives? Um, possibly. Mean I heard, will that mean alcohol? <laughs> it should always mean alcohol. Yeah. 
But yeah, I'm going to get the website back up and running because people do miss it, apparently. I do. Uh, so yeah, look out for that. It's coming. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, now suddenly I'm thinking of Blaze Blue. <laughs> really? Yes, there's one... It, for people who don't know, Blaze Blue is a, a beat-em-up on the Xbox in the classic style of 2D fighter, which we had a, a night getting to know. Um, minus Troy. And one of the characters, I swear, one of his declarations for his special move is, I came! Well, he, he might have done. Or maybe again? Well, it is full of fan service, that oh, game. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, like, oh, yeah. one of the characters is a gothic Lolita. One of the characters is a maid. One of the characters is very clearly a cat girl. Yeah. And that was a truck going past, because World 1 Stage 1 is now brought to you from the busy high street. Yeah, it was bad enough when we just had, like, the occasional wanker driving past. <laughs> now it's the wankers driving heavy goods vehicles and JCBs All and the way ambulances. From London, most of them. Yeah, because we're on the London road. So this is, like, the busiest road in the country, right? Well, in the town, certainly. Yeah. Let's close the curtains. We can take it all away. <laughs> I'm hoping cunning editing and filtering will, will help. We are also vaguely facing all the same direction as well, sort of that away. Mm. So now we're all looking at Simon's TV as if it has the answers. Well, I now have a proper front room, so I've oriented oh, all the furniture to the TV. In, in future, you could just, like, link up your TV to your notes, and then we could just read your notes off the TV. True, but I don't know if the text would be large enough. We'll try it. It's true. Also, we don't need no stinking auto-prompt. Oh, God, no. Also, I could put up footage of whatever game we're reviewing. That could be cool. And it would inspire us. But then people wouldn't see the footage, and we'd start giggling for no reason. Yeah, because that's so different <laughs> to what we do now. Okay, for no reason, point. we are paragons of professionalism. Fair point. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that protest was... Yeah. Anyway, so, fully upgraded, experiment, where was I? Ah, uh, yeah. Although, at the same time, yes, I said it was coming up on the show. M my colleagues here, how's your internet, guys? Well... There was a if problem. I, if I stick my head out the window and shout really loud, Google might know what I want. Because <laughs> I, I said to Jack before we started recording, but I think I ought to say to you, Troy, is it's about you. Oh. Is, of course, you lived together at your last place before you moved into this one. Yeah. And you not had, biblically speaking. Not yes. biblically speaking, but you lived in the same place. Yeah. And <laughs> you had Virgin Broadband there as well. Yes, we did. Yes, and we did. Virgin Television. Thank yes, you, Yes, we did. In theory. Correct. But the TV didn't work, did it? Well, the TV worked fine. What no, it didn't. The, no, the, the television... <laughs> didn't, the we didn't get any channels. Even terrestrial, we didn't get any channels. Uh, okay, so the TV's broken. Oh, uh, no, but the inputs on the TV for SCART did work. Mm -hmm. uh, but the TV service never did. And, and Jack, how long was it until you got that scene to? You can't really answer that question. Because you never did, did no. you? And we, how we long were you living there? Two years. So, Troy, what, why, why did you let the Virgin contract be in this man's name? Well, it was much easier just to, to switch house than it was to completely switch person. Because all <laughs> he had to do was call them up and go, Hey, I live here now. That's so that I don't sound like me, so that you can tell the difference between... But I sound like you. No, you don't. Shut up. I specifically, I don't sound Swedish. Well, you do when I <laughs> speak like you. So, the man I called, and I say to him, change my virgin. And he go, <laughs> okay. Why does he sound Swedish as well? Because Was you're I telling the story. I, I, love, I love the phrase, change my virgin. 
It's like pimp my ride only, you know, with a finite supply of virgins. <laughs> anyway, uh, that worked. It did. Pimping okay. virgins. It's quite it good. starts out really easy, but it gets harder as time goes on. Virgin's internet service to our house has been really good. It all falls down when, believe this or not, English banks get involved. <laughs> English banks did something wrong, you're kidding me. Yeah, and now we they, don't have internet. They cut, off, they cut off the direct debit, assuming that I didn't want to pay v- uh, Virgin anymore. And to be fair, if I could get internet without having to pay for it, that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> you don't want to pay for it. I don't want to pay for no, it. No, I, I, get want, it. I want free internet. But, you know, I understand the need for it. However, HSBC thought it would be a really good idea. Sorry, I'm not, I probably shouldn't mention the name of the bank. And give them it's some fine. bad, you know, bad reputation and whatnot. It's fine. This is, this is customer service. We're not affiliated with uh, HSBC or you know any guys that can come and kill us. Any of those other much better banks, but um, <laughs> yeah, decided to cut off the direct debit. Then when I asked them to re- re-establish the the direct debit so I could start getting internet again, they said, "Oh, okay." That was two weeks ago. Still haven't done it. <laughs> Bastards. So. So I, I was just going to say, you know, guys, if you write to us at mail at worldonestage1.com, I've now set it up so the mail will go to all three of us. So you might get random replies from my colleagues, but not for the immediate foreseeable well, future. It should be fixed by Friday. Can we, can we get a P.O. box? Can we actually do a write-in mail episode? That would be swanky. That would be fucking awesome. I'm going to look into getting a P.O. box. Wait, Simply Syndicated has a P.O. box. I might see if I can... Uh, Loin use of it. <laughs> yeah, you should. We're so going to get anthrax. It's fine. I've had <laughs> yeah, anthrax. So we're not. Over it. <laughs> Richard up in Yorkshire is going to get anthrax oh, and then you- tell us that someone sent us anthrax care of him. They're, Im- <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're immune to anthrax up in Yorkshire. They're too tough for it. Yeah, if you get it when you're a kid, it never bothers you again in life. So, oh, yeah, that that yeah. reminds me, listeners to other Simply Syndicated shows will know why I'm so very tired at the moment, but... Yay, the store works. Hooray. So go, go to musicalmousemat.com and buy something. There you go, Rich. Free plug. Yes. Wait, we're on Simply Syndicated now? Oh, what? don't even joke. <laughs> Slowpoke, how you doing? <laughs> but no, seriously, go to musicalmousemat.com, buy all four years of movies you should see, or, or just your favourite year. They are really, really good value for money. I've got them all recently. High quality versions of uh, Super Happy Fun Time as well, isn't it? Yep. Which is a great show, if you didn't get a chance to listen live, especially for the last couple where, you know, I'm name-checked as being the hero who saved the store. You don't get those. You know, <sighs> bask in the glory of my wonderfulness. There he goes, Ranger the Brave. <laughs> chicken chaser? Does that mean you chase chickens? Yep. Oh, you make me so happy. Where's my teddy? <laughs> <laughs> Look out, it's our face. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are we going into Fable? Because it's really good. <laughs> it just came to mind. Fair enough. Right, before we get started... Also, sometimes it's fun to be Bristolian. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Being born in Bristol, I'll agree with that. <laughs> Which makes so, me, technically, a Bristolian. I'm sorry, but Bristolian always makes me think of a really stodgy tea cake. It's something that sounds intrinsically British, yet somehow not related with what it is. When you say Bristolian, I think tea cake. Or a really unpleasant sex act. No, 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 no. See, now you're thinking. Bristolian, it sounds like something out of a Jane Austen novel. 
Yeah, the dirty Jane Austen novel. That, that uh, the no unedited one... version. Yeah. Jane Austen unplugged. Pride and Prejudice and Porn Stars. Yeah. Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> <Man>. So... <laughs> Listeners that we have, what have they said to us recently? We have listener mail, which is hardly surprising considering we haven't recorded in a month. Yeah. And don't let them know that. Because we have answered. like two mails. Yay. Right, right to us. Mail at worldonestage1.com. <laughs> I've just realised I fucked that up because our old address was contact. Uh. And by the time this comes out, you'll be able to write to either contact at worldonestage1.com or mail at worldonestage1.com. Or jack at worldonestage1.com. Which will just go to Jack. So yeah. for all insults and... Uh... I want to I be the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a word! <laughs> what? what did you think you were saying? Like, I, I want to the be the... letter man, the, the, the E man. That, you know, then I said the mailman. I was like, wait, that actually exists. Awesome. I don't want to be a mailman. They have to get up really early. This isn't anything to do with the episode. So yeah, Eddie's written again. Yay! Remember Queen Victoria? I was drinking. Although Eddie has now written to us in the guise of the announcer. Excellent. Overtime. Well, the subject of the mail is, our control point is being contested. Shit! Shit! Oh no, oh no. (laughs) Get some teleports out there. I love that you went with Engineer, because so did he. Good man. Engineers Simon, Troy, and Jack get to our control point and erect some sentry guns. <laughs> awesome mini sentries. Engineering's gone all awesome recently. Yeah, it's recently. True. That dates the mail. Oh. Uh. This, this dates back to the engineering update. Hush. On topic, have you played Death Spank? Because it's freaking sweet. Uh, no. 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 But this is not the first time someone's mentioned that we play Death Spank, I think. No, it's not. Um, and follows on with the comment that Ron Gilbert is a genius, which is true. Ron Gilbert, of course, being a former LucasArts employee, yeah, yeah. Uh, maker of some of the greats. And links to our episode today. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, it does. I'm smarter than I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Jack passed a perception test. Well done, Jack. Yay! Hmm, it does. Uh, so, no, we haven't. But thank you for the recommendation. I, I for one, do, do want to at some point. Most I want to play at the moment uh, Minecraft. I've been playing it a bit. Is it good? Uh, it's potentially very good. It is... Oh, God. It is what you make of it. <laughs> oh. Awesome. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Um, anyway, potential show topics suggested by Eddie. XBLA greats. Ooh, Definitely, and yeah. also possibly PlayStation downloads. Because uh, they do a similar thing. And we wear or whatever. And we virtual called. console, yeah. That's the one. It's definitely worth a thought. Which because... I didn't realise existed until recently. <laughs> I, how terrible a gamer am I that I didn't realise we virtual console existed. Now I want to get a Wii and just play old N64 games. Wii virtual console is the reason I own a Wii. Yeah. See, that's, I might need to. That's the only thing I have on there. I think the actual official Wii games I own are uh, Wii Sports that came with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Because remember, Nintendo hasn't made any games for a long time. Alternatively, I could just like go out and buy an N64 or a GameCube or something. But I was just thinking, they have Smash Brothers, right? And I was like, oh yeah, not anymore. Oh. <laughs> oh well. Because it's not very fun on your own, and no one else I know has a Wii or a that. controller. So Because you're that guy for Smash Brothers. Yeah. So definitely worth thinking about. And finally, he leaves us with the question... Ninjas or pirates? pirates? Oh, God damn it! Pirates. It's 1999 again! Pirates! 
Robot monkeys. No, no. It's a binary question. Cowboys. Fuck you guys. Pirates. There you go. You have our answers. Because who ever heard of a ninja with wenches? Ah, see, you altered the question to make it clever. Uh, I think you'll find female ninjas sluttiest mammal on earth. According to Capcom? Or reality? (laughs) According to reality, according to the demotivational poster I saw. Uh, no, it's a lie. (laughs) It's like we all know that ninjas are reptiles. Also, Team Ninja. Oh, Oh, yeah. Word. Boobs everywhere. (laughs) Boob snake. (laughs) Right, anyway. What was the other piece of humour? Thank you, Eddie. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, as ever. Please send in more. I like I like Eddie's emails. Martin writes, Lady and gentlemen. Now, I'm going to posit that that was probably addressed to Zoe. Thank you, But Zoe isn't here, so... so uh, for the purposes of this email, I'll be the lady. No, that wait, wait, wait. is where I was going with this. No, 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 because Zoe's had the opportunity to stand in as Jack Homer. What? You see where I'm going with this? This may need to come up, yes. Yes. What? No, I have no idea what the hell he's talking about. You're a lady. Okay, cool. I'm a lady. Now we're brother ladies! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Well, he starts by thanking us for continuing our work on World 1 Stage 1. You're welcome! (laughs) I like it. (laughs) I like chocolate milk. What are you laughing at? I'm a lady. And we have been a regular instalment on his iPod, which makes me happy. Oh, hey. we got installed in his iPod. He also specifically thanks us for our shadowy influence on the price policy of Steam. <laughs> uh, which reminds me... Um, the LucasArts Gaming Week? Oh, yeah. Shit. Uh, we missed it. Yeah. But, uh, Valve, I would like to give special consideration to a Dragon Age pack with all the DLC. Uh, just if you're listening. Dragon Age, Dragon Age, Dragon Age. I've had that requested by more than one person. So it there seems you go. fairly sensible. Package DLC. Mm-hmm. Hasn't done it with Fallout. It yeah, absolutely. Makes perfect sense. Uh, so yes, he's writing to end our much lamented lack of listener mail. So we thank him for that. Thank you. Ah. And the points. Point the first. A follow up on the splendid Civilization episode. Seeing as Troy already ordered his copy of Civ Five, which you certainly did. How does he know that? He only did that yesterday. How does he know that? That's not been on the show. <laughs> he did that yesterday. You, you realise that your Steam profile shows what you're doing. Oh, okay. That makes me panic far less. He's probably one of the listeners who have us rendered on Steam. On the uh, Simply Syndicated Listeners I would network. have thought so, yeah. Come and join the Simply Syndicated Listeners group on Steam. Yeah, we will do. Because uh, so, for yeah. a second I thought he was just really, really attentive and scary. <laughs> Are you confident it'll be a good game? A, yeah. B, hell yeah. Also, why the hell doesn't it run on Mac like Civ 4? That's something I imagine that they'll be building functionality into. Also, no one uses Macs. Well, this is what bugs me, is the fact that Steam is now cross-platform. Yeah, it seems weird that And Civilization has stopped release. being cross-platform, which is sad. Was as Civ a Mac 4 owner. cross-platform at, at release? I believe so, yeah. Huh. That is very strange, then. Anyway, I hope it's coming. Yeah. But B, hell yeah. Super excited about Civ Five. As am I. I'm just... I've got less money. I think in the, in the, in the true tradition of Civ games, it will just be better than the last one. Although I nearly pre-ordered it the other day, but I ended up buying Red Dead Redemption instead. Oh. 
It's a lot of fun. Yeah, but I'm a cowboy. Have you you encountered Cougar Man? No. Or Donkey Woman? No. Or the flying people? It's been patched, so I'm a horrible feeling I never will. What's the fucking point of patching that game? Uh, Cougar Man. Half the point of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping to still run into them, but it is a lot of fun. I can definitely see where the comparison to Grand Theft Auto is getting drawn, but... Mm -hmm. In a way, so can that, I. I can see the Rockstar logo from here. Yeah, in a way that Grand Theft Auto doesn't allow, it really gives you a Bioware-like neutral start and allow you to go hero or villain. Hmm. Ah. Uh, because you're in the Wild West, you can make a name for yourself. And I've been rescuing a lot of kidnapped victims and oh. helping lawmen chase down criminals, so I'm gaining honor and fame and becoming a bit of a legend of the Old West. It's a lot of fun. I also want to join the Simply Syndicated multiplayer posse. But now go with me on this. There's one thing you can, one thing achievement that you can get in Civ Five that is not available <laughs> in Red Dead Redemption. And, and what would that be? Exterminate! And Exterminate! There you go. It's specifically two, isn't it? It is and two. The other one. No, it's only two. No, there's another achievement mm-hmm. which I loved. I'm on a boat. Yes, I saw you talking about that one. Oh dear! <laughs> Fuck trees. And there are a whole bunch more crazy-ass achievements like that. It's clear that the Civ Five guys have kept a weather eye on the meme factory recently. <laughs> uh, question, well, point the, uh, the second, and this one bothers me. Oh. Uh, what do you make of the recent allegation in the wake of PAX that your much-beloved epic Mickey looks like it may just be some bastard child of Kingdom Hearts and Mario Sunshine? Oh, no. Now, uh, this is news to me. This is the first I've heard, because I've been running around like a blue-ass fly. I've been incredibly busy Mm -hmm. and I haven't had a chance to keep up with all the news that's coming out of PAX especially since the news coming out of PAX is Duke Nukem Forever is real them horse dicks ain't gonna suck themselves absolutely Uh, so I I didn't know about this and if it's true if Epic Mickey is looking less epic I'm, I'm distraught more like Kingdom Hearts platformer you go to play it for 20 hours to get through the tutorial dude fuck that noise yeah I hope that's not true. I hope that's kind of ruthless scaremongering on the part of naysayers. Mm. I, I hope so. I, I can't <laughs> think why it would be, but I hope you're right. People got to hate something, and yeah, know, Mickey, true. Disney, it's an easy target. Mm. So yeah, we, we we don't know. We shall look into this and talk about it on the forum over at simplysyndicated.com slash forums. And or hope it it's forum. not true. Simplysyndicated.com and click on the forum link. Good call. It also works. Point Excellent the third. Save. <gasps> Deus Ex 3. Cash in or sell out? Oh, which are both the same thing, really, aren't they? But he's right. Yeah, I I think the second was a pointless. Yeah, it, not it, a lot to say about this. It's the franchise died with the first game. Mm. Well, didn't yeah? Here's a game with multiple endings, and then the second assumes an ending, mm-hmm. and it was the dick one. By yeah. the way, guys. Point the fourth. Will there be cake? There already was. It was right there in the closing cinematic. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) That's not as funny as it should be. (laughs) Or rather the other way around. (laughs) Point the fifth. Seriously, when are you guys going to do a Vampire Bloodlines episode? I'll even write you a friggin' script if you need me to, but the world needs to know how awesome that buggy piece of copy-pasted polygons is. Wait, wait, wait. Script? (laughs) Script? Do you honestly think we stick to a bloody script? It takes a fuckload of effort to write dialogue this natural. Don't you denigrate it like that. (laughs) 
And then there will be cake. We were going to get round to Bloodlines, um, but then I accidentally teleported like halfway across the town. <laughs> ended up in the sewers. And I, I'm, I'm, I was heading back from a hotel and couldn't leave the sewers. Yeah. So I couldn't get there to record. You know, and, um, I've never played it. And then when I, I finally to, got I out, I tried unlocking my door, but I was just stuck unlocking my door for about three hours. Well, I made the huge mistake. I went to see the uh, the Tremere. Oh shit! And uh, I was there forever. <laughs> it's still <laughs> there right leave. now, actually. Yeah. I mean, we're recording currently in the Tremere's drawing room because I've never been able to find my way out. A yeah, nice guy keeps bringing us biscuits, which is quite cool. <laughs> I am now declaring this place the Tremere Chantry. Awesome! <laughs> I can roll with that. And do we still have our altitude squadron? Well, we never really had a squadron to begin with, but I still play Altitude. I still play Altitude. I have Altitude. I just can't presently. <laughs> you can play offline against bots. No, I can't. Because my You need friggin- to check in, don't you? My fucking Steam client is going, <laughs> Okay, okay, you want to play a game? I'm going to update. No, Steam, don't update. Just, <laughs> just roll with what you've got. I can't find the internet. I know! I'm going to close now. No, just... Just play the fucking game! No, I can't. I have to update. Why? How can you even think of updating when you can't reach the internet? It's just putting a bag over your head and hoping really loud. I'm going to update. Why? What has changed in the intervening period between being a working Steam and being a broken Steam? Because it's fucking broken because it won't play games. Not as bad as Skype, though. Oh, Skype uh, signs me in. Skype doesn't know we're not connected to the internet. Skype no, I know it does that. Signs me in and goes, hey, nobody's online. Do you know what it is? <laughs> Can you imagine? Maze. <laughs> oh, I'm going to start, I'm going to start mailing just ones and zeros in big red crayon to <laughs> Skype and go, here is my bit rate. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that is. Here is my internet in big red crayon. Can you please send the following message to my mum? She needs to know I won't be round for tea. Because you live in 10,000 miles away. So I better get started writing them ones and zeros. <laughs> Fucking Skype. Fucking Steam. Fucking Love internet. Steam. Fucking banks. There you are, listeners. A Troy Rands. <laughs> I've missed that. Keep up the great work and may Jack's offbeat commentaries make for many more hilarious bumpers. Wait, you're the one that do Troy's the one that does the offbeat commentary. No, I'm not. Aren't you? Most most of the bumpers that are taken from actual dialogue rather than like us two humming is is you saying something mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. You're not going to join me on this, are you? No. Dick. No, you're on your own for that one. Anyway, and so, well, we're nearly halfway in, so <laughs> before we get started, I also just want to say a, a fond and heartfelt farewell to APB. Oh, uh, that poor thing. I think right now we just need to fill in some space with just memories. Oh, I, paid I need to get it in the background. Mind. Actually, no, I paid more than that because I bought the game... And then I went and bought a busted ass piece of RAM <laughs> to try and play that game better. And, and you still didn't really get a chance to play it. No, so end result is I spent total about £100 on APB, and now it's folded. But now you have some RAM. And I'm going to miss no, the shit out of it, because it was a really fun game. True. And Very true. It was such a sad 
goodbye. I logged into it the other night mm-hmm. after the official announcement that it had closed because they're trying to keep it running as long as they physically can. And they'd reduced the maximum number of people per instance down to 100. Ooh. Which seemed wildly unnecessary because I logged in and you know how it gives you the population in the top right yeah. corner? Criminals, five. Enforcers, three. Oh. Basically, two Rats. groups. Rats from a sinking ship. It was it was a ghost town. I got in my car and I was cruising around looking for another player. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find them until I joined the one group. <laughs> and then we were all just constantly called out on APPs against each other because there were on, only one group of each type of player on the server. Oh, uh, farewell APB. We hardly knew you. I kind of want to join up now that I know this. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> But you can have a go on mine in a sec. Uh, well, I've got to get back oh, yeah, very soon. Well, another day. Uh, so yeah, halfway in, let's get started. So what are we here to talk about, Troy? It was your suggestion. Was it? Yes, it was. I was drunk. No, you weren't. <laughs> you you were... cannot use that as an excuse for everything. Ah, but Many I things. can. Many things he can use that as an excuse for. Yes, granted. But not this because you were stone cold sober. Well, was it more than 20 minutes ago? Yes. Ah, there's my other excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's my excuse. All right. You just... I was going to say you just bought something on Steam, but that doesn't narrow it down any, does it? No. (laughs) I fucking love Steam. (laughs) Hey, Troy, did you buy Civ Five? I don't mind that Steam hits me, because I know he loves me. (laughs) Troy, when when does Civ Five like, get released so you can start playing it? Oh, you prick monkey! Why would you bring that up? (laughs) Right. That's today, isn't it? No, no. It's on Thursday. When can we do anything about the internet? Take a wild guess, listeners. Are you sure it's Thursday? Friday. Uh, it was. When was it? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Civ comes out Tuesday. No, no, no. It was released uh, four days from when I bought it. So uh, maybe it's a uh, maybe they're staggering the release. Really? Because I've got friends in the states who are saying they were looking for they were taking today. No, Wednesday off work. I hate those guys. But no, uh, as far as I've worked it out. We will get the internet back precisely a day after it has uh, gone live. And the tragedy of this is that I have Thursday off work, which would have made for just all day going, Hi, I'm Washington I'll, again. I'll be honest, you might have lucked out, actually, out of a, a, a Thursday of incredible annoyance and crying. Yeah? Have you ever been around for the unlock date of a major release on Steam? That's why they're doing preloads as well. Yep, they've done preloads before. Oh. The activation server still gets utterly swamped on the day oh. of release. And uh, you can be left there. And this is the thing. Preloads make it worse. Really? Because you're sat there going, the game is on my hard drive right now. It's here. It's downloaded. All I need is I've got those, the meat those, in the fridge. Yeah. I just want to make a sandwich. All I need is those few kilobits of key that will unlock it, and I can play. And the activation servers are down. I don't need to download the game. I need to download a tiny little text file. Uh. Fuck you, Steam. Fuck you in the nose. So you might actually be uh, sparing yourself some serious misery. No. No, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm still of the opinion that, damn, I want it now. <laughs> Are you right? Available 24th. Okay, two days and eight hours away. 24th? That's Friday. Is it? Yeah, because that's the day I get paid. That's Friday. The 24th is Friday. Because it will be um, a midnight unlock. Uh... Okay. So anyway, the episode. <laughs> so yes, 
which we still haven't actually established what it is. What is it? A white, white hole. hole. Jinx. Dark Forces. Yeah. And Jedi Knight. Yeah. And Jedi Knight 2. Yeah. And Jedi Knight 3. And Jedi Academy. And Jedi Academy 2. There was no Jedi Academy 2. Yeah, there probably was. Let's no, be fair. there wasn't. Otherwise, I would have it. was a it. Quake 3 engine game. There was 800 of them. There was no Jedi Academy 2. Otherwise, I would have bought it. Jedi Academy 2 Dark Apprentice. No! Yes. When? Because I played that one. It was a piece of shit. Oh, I'm going to get it, though. No, don't. It was a piece of shit. So was Jedi Academy. <laughs> I still fucking loved it. You take it back. Was it not shit? No. Oh, I remember it being shit, but I loved it anyway. No. No. It's not like your face. <laughs> did I just hear somebody laughing outside? I think you did. Or a duck. A really big duck. <laughs> a really big, amused duck. Why? <laughs> because uh, I'm I th- pretty sure there was a third as well. Really? really? Jinx? <laughs> <laughs> no, there wasn't. Okay, I'm, I'm wrong there, but there was a Jedi Academy too. Oh, I'll have to pick that up when I get home. No. Anyway. Those How are the ones we're really here home. to talk about. Not to my home. But anyway, let's talk about Dark Forces. Yes. and <gasps> You've got internet in your toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> what? Episode, Troy. Dark Forces. Matter at hand. Five minutes. <laughs> Five minutes remaining. <laughs> right. One of the interesting things about Dark Forces, to get off straight away... Mm-hmm. Um, This is something that is often overlooked. I'm going to guess here, it didn't start off life as a Star Wars game? No, it totally did. Oh, okay, never mind then. My guess is invalid. No, it's it's, um, something that often gets overlooked in the great uh, classic um, first-person shoot-em-up engine Mm -hmm. debates. It's always between Doom and Duke Nukem 3D. Yeah. And everyone says, oh, Duke 3D was the superior engine because you could look up and down. You could do that in... Dark Forces. And Dark Forces predates Duke Nukem 3D. See, I don't see how you can have a debate between Duke 3D and Doom, because Doom was how much older? Not that much older. Oh, okay. They, they were pretty contemporary. Fair enough. But uh, the Jedi engine, mm-hmm. which is what Dark Forces runs on, uh, predates Duke 3D mm-hmm. and allows look up, look down, jump, crouch, slopes, yep. even rooms above rooms. Which was cool. Which was new. I don't think even... I don't think Duke 3D handles that. Hmm. I remember Duke 3D was the, the one thing that our uh, our kind of school group of determined modders would spaff over endlessly. And there was me with my little, my demo. Because <laughs> I couldn't afford proper games when I were a lad. I just played the, like, demo discs to death. Until well, you I used became... to get really awesome shareware demos back then. Yeah, Like a did. quarter of the game. Which was fantastic, because that's how I experienced Doom for many years. The first, the first part, and then the horrible ending. Which was it. a third of the game then, yeah, it was, was only three episode. chapters when it first came was out. Knee deep in, oh, I was, I'm thinking of Doom too, because that's the one I've got. Mm. But it was Ultimate Doom came out with a whole fourth uh, chapter. Ah, cool. Which is awesome. Uh, but, and of course, Duke Nukem 3D followed up by Duke Nukem Forever, which apparently is real. So, Dark Forces. The Jedi engine was incredibly technically accomplished Mm -hmm. for its time. Um, It was also used for the Outlaws game they did at the same time, which was a Cowboys game. Speaking of Red Dead Redemption. And uh, it was a combination of technologies, actually. It was the Jedi engine, and the music was done with um, iMuse, which is the interactive music engine from the Scum engine. Yeah, yeah. See, I always thought it was just MIDI, but 
Well, iMuse is it is MIDI. Mm-hmm. iMuse is the system that allows it to dy- uh, dynamically shift from tune to tune without having a harsh cut in between. Oh, okay. So if uh, you played Sam and Max Hit the Road? A very long time ago, but I... When yeah. you get in the car and the tempo shifts up into chase music tempo, uh-huh. seamlessly, that's iMuse doing its thing. Interesting. Or when stormtroopers come around the corner in Dark Forces Those and the bastards. music kicks in, yeah. that's iMuse doing its thing. So it's a really cool system. Sorry. Do. But yes, the the basic premise of Dark Forces. Let's let's talk about what it is. Well, you are Kyle Katarn. Because uh, it's got to be read out in that kind of cheesy mid-90s <laughs> What's his name again? Voice. Kyle Katarn. A bounty hunter off the top of my head? Uh, yeah, I think he was. Who winds up working for the Rebel Alliance and is dropped into an Imperial station to start stealing plans and being a douche nozzle. Yeah, the little prequel is actually stealing the Death Star plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with your co-pilot and teammate, Jan Ors. I don't remember that. She punched She's... a weak way right in the face. My God, has it been that long? She's with you throughout all of the games. Yes, Co-pilot she... and love interest. Ah! Oh, my God, it has been that long. <laughs> Tell me more about Dark Forces. <laughs> well, it's a first-person shooter in yeah. the... I was going to say in the classic mould of the time, but it's not, because actually it was largely based on objective-based gameplay. Mm-hmm. Grab this object, go back or here, set these charges. And it was mission-based, which was actually uncommon at the time. because it, it was less than get the red key. Yeah, it was more doom, kill everything, and get to the exit. Mm. And Dark Forces was pretty unique in that sense. And uh, in between missions, you also get really good cutscenes done with the kind of artwork that um, LucasArts made a name for themselves doing in their adventure games. Yeah. I mean, they got the most out of a 256 color palette. <laughs> I actually prefer the cutscenes of Dark Forces with the artwork in 256 bit to the FMV of Dark Forces 2 with the actors. I didn't remember the FMV. Oh yeah, Dark Forces 2 had full motion. It was the full only motion, one yeah. in all of the Dark Forces and Jedi Knight games that had full motion video with actors and is famous for containing the first lightsaber footage filmed since uh, Return of the Jedi. Wow, I didn't know that. Hmm. So yeah, you play Kyle Katarn, Bounty play, Hunter and Badass. You play who? Kyle Katarn. There we go. <laughs> Bounty Hunter and Badass. Uh, I hear Katarns are overpowered in D20. Oh, shut your face. <laughs> I'm now extremely pissed off in that I can't remember Kyle Katarn's ship's name. The the douche nozzle. Oh, The, the merry wench. The um, Ebonhawk. That's KOTOR. Yep, oh, that's nice of the Old Republic. I'm not KOTOR personally. I mean, I know him. He's a pretty cool guy. Moldy Crow. Ugh. See, that's almost as dumb as the shit I was coming out with. <laughs> it's actually called the Moldy Crow. It was an ugly ship as well. It was. That was the point of it. I mean, for for ships in Star Wars, damn. It did kind of have the, the beaky beak. <laughs> well, it was convincingly industrial ship. Yeah. Unlike the Millennium Falcon, which everyone seemed to say looked shit, but... Actually Jesus Christ! Awesome. Let's it was face it. it was spaceman condensed. <laughs> it was everything cool about space in in one kind of deformed saucer. 
Absolutely. And yeah, you work for the Rebel Alliance on 14 missions in the first game, getting progressively harder and fight your way through a Star Destroyer and capture plans, set charges, blow things up and discover the Dark Trooper project. Which is the genetically modified ones or the the space troopers? I forget. Uh, well, the space troopers are just stormtroopers in environmentally sealed armor, armor. with um, EVA suits. Dark troopers specifically are the genetically engineered cyborg troopers. With jetpacks? Yes. Oh, I don't like the sound of them. They are... They're also in Battlefront 2. Double hard bastards, basically. And if uh, they manage to mass-produce these guys, they're going to win the war. So your mission becomes to sabotage the program, Mm -hmm. prevent the Dark Trooper project from really gaining any headway, and thus saving the galaxy. As all Star Wars stories boil down to one man, one galaxy. Yep, that's basically how it goes. So this was, it was a fun little game. It was critically well received and it was released on the PC, on the Mac, uh, also on the PlayStation. Wow. Back in 95. That dates it, doesn't it? I mean, that, that's where you go, wow. Yeah, I think the PlayStation version was in 96, but still. Hmm. Yeah, quite cool. a while ago. Yeah. Uh, and then it... It's just the thought of a LucasArts game on a console. Feels kind of icky. I don't know, there's still LucasArts games on consoles today. Really? Yeah, Battlefront. Oh my god! Battlefront 2. Stop ruining my worldview. Was Jedi, know, Jedi was, Academy. Was Masters of Terras Kasi... Masters of Terras Kasai. Because that was on PlayStation oh, that was as well. Sh- of course it was. It was a Star Wars game, therefore it's it's licensed, if not... I didn't know if they all... I didn't know if they all were... Uh, or, they like, all the carry the LucasArts name, uh, but they're not all developed by LucasArts. So I didn't For know example, it. later in the Dark Forces um, line, when we hit Jedi Academy, it becomes a Raven software game. Ah. Um, but we'll get there soon. So we have to do Dark Forces 2 first. When will soon be now? Later. <laughs> <laughs> Like, really soon? So, yeah, Windows 97. Windows 97? (laughs) 1997. 1997, it was released. Cool. And it was released on Windows. Specifically, not DOS, Dark Forces 2. Okay. So, Uh, they were trying to take advantage of the new technology crowd. Specifically, one one reason, Direct3D. Ah, cool. Mm -hmm. So, it was hardware accelerated. One of the first games to be so. That's kind of cool. And the engine was much more akin to Quake than Doom at this point. Yeah. And it also marked a departure from the original Dark Forces in that it offered you the choice of playing in first or third person. Ew. For very good reason. Because you could finally see Kyle Katarn. No, Dark Forces 2 was subtitled... Right. Anyone? I... Jedi Knight? Lightsaber! Yes. Ah. This is the game in which it is revealed to Kyle Katarn that his father was a Jedi and that he himself is in touch with the Force, and the game in which he goes off, makes his lightsaber, and becomes a Jedi himself. Third-person action, so you can see yourself wielding a lightsaber. Bwee. Every time you drew the lightsaber, it would move into third-person automatically. I remember that distinctly. Because you suddenly got that cool little swish. Mm-hmm. And one of the interesting things about Dark Forces 2 is the project leader was the artist from the first Dark Forces. Huh. Who clearly the- had such a good time. Yeah, the the same guy who developed the Jedi engine stayed on, developed um, all the uh, was the lead programmer for Dark Forces Two, but he was, you know, 
the project lead was the artist from the previous game, which is weird. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've never played two, but it really, it still seems to feel like a game with a, a real heritage. I swear it wasn't me. Stop, stop robbing. APB has been put out against you. <laughs> well, you know, the, the game's unplayable now. I've got to get my thrill somehow. Stop robbing! <laughs> but yes, the uh, Dark Forces 2 didn't use the Jedi in, uh, engine, obviously, because it was a polyagonal true 3D. Mm-hmm. So it used the Sith engine instead. Oh, guys. Come um, up with some new names. Oh, the Sith engine was a really good graphics engine and was used in uh, Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine. Was Sith engine. And a slightly modified version of the Sith engine became the Grime engine and powered Grim Fandango. Oh. Uh, okay, when do you need to cool. go, Jack? Uh, well, soon-ish, like really soon. What soon-ish? Like quarter two. Ah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, appreciate the lengths we go to here, listeners. We are we are snatching a moment of Jack's time, but... It's like the time I we had to do that show. Really, that was the show that didn't work. Yeah. When I was desperately trying... I'm here before work to record <laughs> with you guys. It happens. Yeah. Well, the old um, Forza Resident, for instance. Yeah. So, yeah. Take care, man. Uh, well, we had you in for the, for the banter at the beginning. That's true. That yeah, was important. I've not played, so... Okay. This is probably... <laughs> Fair enough. Play them. We'll do it. Cool. So, yes. Take care, man. And see you soon. Bye. So, now, having lost a jack, let us continue, just the two of us. We can make it if we try, just the two of us. And it's good, because we're not now rushing through, so that's kind of helpful. But You're yes. still treading uncharted territory with me, because I didn't actually play Dark Forces 2. Did you not? No. Oh, well, it's actually it's a really good game. It's much better than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I replayed it recently. After you suggested it, I was like, fuck yeah, Dark Forces. I haven't played the originals <laughs> in ages. Uh, and I remembered that Dark Forces 1 wasn't all that. Yeah. It was good for its time. And it it has dated. Dark Forces 2, though, is fucking phenomenal. Really? Yeah. Because it introduces, like I say, it's the one where you become a Jedi. Uh-huh. So you get the lightsaber, which is awesome. You also get force powers. Is it the first? It's the first game, then. It's straight away from Dark Forces 2, the Jedi aspect comes in. Yep. Force powers. Cool. Okay. And, you know, it's the it brings in aspects like the, it's got RPG-like leveling up of your Jedi abilities. And you get to choose light side or dark side, focus your points in one or the other, which will affect the ending. Cool. And the, the powers are just so good. There's nothing quite like a shit ton of force push and stormtroopers and a high place. <laughs> and you know the level designers know exactly the kind of dick Absolutely. you are. Absolutely. <laughs> this is Star Wars. It's, it's a world that is filled with catwalks over infinite drops for no good reason. <laughs> this is one of the fundamental elements of Star Wars. When you're going to get from one place to another, don't, you know, you've got to save money. Don't build the whole floor. Just build a catwalk. <laughs> the hangar deck on Super Star Destroyer famously has a giant fucking hole in the middle. Why? For no reason. No, for perfectly good reason. Military contract. <laughs> and the level designers acknowledge this. They go, right, Star Wars, high places, infinite drops. Why not? Force push. There we go. All the justification Brilliant. we need. And it had a Quake-like 3D engine, mm-hmm. 3D sound, and it also had a, a better lineup of weapons than the first one, in my opinion. Because all the basics are there in all of them. You've got the blaster pistol, the stormtrooper yeah. rifle, the concussion rifle, which is great. Did you get the Imperial Light Repeater? The Imperial Repeater, yeah. Cool. Thermal detonators. 
you don't get the uh, the Geron fusion cutter, which, which is a giant useless. ridiculous piece of shit. Yeah. And you do get a lightsaber and a railgun. Okay. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> I'll take that trade. And like I said, it also had FMV video cutscenes with actors and everything. Which, they're FMV. What do you expect? It's generated backdrops and actors in costumes. Yeah. That's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. See, there are some... The inspiration possibly for how George decided to film the prequels? Oh. (laughs) See, I do... There are games where FMV is just right, where it suits... Mm. Like the Red Alert series. Yeah. That cheese... Wing Commander 3. Yeah. Oh, well... Mark Hamill was in. Mark three, Hamill, wasn't he? Malcolm McDowell was in four. There we go. It's Crossing John Reese Davis. But FMV and so especially shooters and stuff, where you're used to seeing these kind of polygon characters, and yeah. all of a sudden this guy steps out onto the FMV and is like, "Hi, I'm a perfectly formed human being with this shitty rendered background, and <laughs> let me tell you why you should care about me." No, yeah, dude. that's a problem. Also, I think half ever since Half Life, even pre-rendered cutscenes start to look a little. Why aren't I in the game? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I've been playing the new Halo games lately, because I, I never, I didn't go past Halo 2 mm-hmm. when they first came out. Uh, but Mike lent me Halo 3 and ODST. I really enjoyed Halo 3. Uh, as a game, it's very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, if for one thing only. What's that then? Lifting up heavy weapon emplacements and walking with them. Yep. That's fucking brilliant. That, that makes you feel like a Spartan. There's only one way to really appreciate Halo 3, though. Mm. To, is to marathon one, two, and then three, <laughs> and it says you're watching the technology that's mm. gone into each mm. game improve. You go, holy shit! I can see the outline of my visor yeah. on my screen. Yeah. Oh, oh. But minor things like that aside, Dark Forces is cool. Well, I was just saying, uh, even in Halo Three, which and ODST mm-hmm. bang up to date, although now reaches out. Fuck you. Um, it takes me out of it when it goes into cutscene mode, and I'm like, no, Half Life had it right. Keep doing yeah. the game. It's so much more immersive. But it is a product of its time, and FMV was very much of its time. Oh. Late yeah. 90s. Uh, this was around the time 7th Guest and 11th Hour were coming out on CD-ROM, and they were all FMV all the time. Because you had the space for it mm-hmm. suddenly. It was the thing. It was the done thing. But it wasn't done for long, <laughs> thankfully. It being the done thing didn't make it the right thing. Nah. Nah, it didn't. Uh... But it was done... I know it wasn't. That was it. That was the only one in the whole Dark Forces lineup that had the FMV, because even its expansion pack, Mysteries of the Sith, went, oh, that was dumb, and and started doing rendered cutscenes with the character models. Cool. And Mysteries of the Sith was fucking awesome, because it's also the only one up until Jedi Academy where you can play as someone other than Kyle Katarn. And it's Mara Jade. Who is cool. Who is fucking cool. Yeah. And they know that. That's why you can play as her. Why am I not surprised that you're a Mara Jade fan, though? Because <laughs> she perfectly fits my type of character yes, that she I does. like. She's an independent female badass who is kind of morally grey. If she shaved her head and had tattoos, she'd be perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and I think she might do at some point in the uh, expanded universe. Because she, I mean, she goes on to feature quite heavily in the expanded universe and books and stuff. Yeah, she only marries Luke. It's, yeah, it's, it's a minor thing. But that's what I mean. She goes on to feature <laughs> yeah, very heavily. Very. Kalkitan doesn't, does he? He sort of Not stays usually. in the game. He's largely a, a Dark Forces character. I, I think he pops up in a few of the comics. 
just to kind of go, hey, I'm here guys. as a, a mention to something you know. All right. <laughs> Kyle Katan was involved. That means I probably died like 800 times. But Mysteries of the Sith did introduce a really fun multiplayer mode mm-hmm. because Dark Forces 1 didn't have any multiplayer. Dark no. Forces 2 did, but it was very kind of primitive. There wasn't a lot in there. It felt slightly rushed. Yeah. Mysteries of the Sith was, whilst the single player in it is good, it was all about the multiplayer. It was like 15 multiplayer maps, including wow. the Emperor's Throne Room, cool. uh, the Carbon Freezing Chamber, and lots of iconic locations. Mm-hmm. And a new game mode. Capture the Salamir. Oh, them little fuckers. Yep. They're the ones that make you immune to force powers, right? The Isalamir projects a bubble of null force uh-huh. around it, and powers can't be used within that bubble. So when someone's jumping one of those impassable chasms, yep. and suddenly strays into the range of your Isalamir, ah! Yep, but equally, <laughs> you have to capture the Isalamir and take it back to base. You can't use your powers on the way back to the base. So... You can use it to neutralize other people's force powers, but yours are permanently neutralized whilst you're carrying it. So you better be a really good shot. It's a really fun quite, multiplayer it, yeah. mode. That does change up the gameplay quite... That's kind of cool. So that made Dark Forces 2 really popular mm-hmm. and led to it being popular enough to get a third game. Which was when LucasArts were like, well, we can't work on it because we've got other shit going on. Mm-hmm. And they farmed it out to one of my favorite developers, Raven Software. Now, I remember Raven. Who... Well, for good reason. I've long said, where it make the engine, Raven make the game. Mm-hmm. Because they did Heretic, Hexen. There we go. Soldier of Fortune. <laughs> Click goes to brain. Star Trek Voyager Elite Force. I maintain that you couldn't hold Elite Force up as an achievement of game making. Cause... It's a great game. Ah, uh, no. It was. It the was... first Elite Force, not Elite Force 2, is a great game. Really? It's a really fun plot. It's very good gameplay. Mm. And of course, Jedi Outcast. No, I never played Jedi Outcast either. Oh, you've really missed out on some of the best of the series. Oh. Uh, Jedi Outcast was the first one to go into the Quake 3 engine. It was Quake 3 Team Arena engine. Cool. Mixed up with the Ghoul extensions, Ghoul 2, sorry, extensions to the Quake 3 Arena engine that uh, Raven wrote for Soldier of Fortune 2. Mm-hmm. Now, Which was a great game. Yep. Uh, the Ghoul system specifically is a bolt-on to an id engine that allows for body dismemberment. Ah. And was absolutely vital for Jedi Outcast, so you could cut off hands or arms or legs or heads. Wherever your you know, lightsaber... I was about to say lasgun. Wherever <laughs> your lightsaber happens to be pointing. And this was on console, this was on GameCube and Xbox. Because it went where the Team 3 Arena engine went. Yep. And which was everywhere. Which was everywhere, although not on Sony, apparently. Although I do remember Quake 3 being on Sony. The the Quake 3 engine is possible for so many games. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... Well, the Quake engine, Quake 2 engine, Quake 3 engine were all the de facto engine you licensed if you wanted to make a first-person 3D game at the time. It was that simple. And then it was then Epic, Half-Life, wasn't it? No? No, 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 no. Uh, Valve have never licensed the Source engine beyond four or five games. Huh. Um... It became epic. Everything now is built on Unreal technology. Yeah. 
Yeah. Everything, in- including APB. Uh, there are rumors Epic have bought the intellectual property of APB. That would make a lot of sense. Although everyone's saying, and probably rightly, they don't want the going concern. They just want that character generator. Yeah. And they'd be fools not to buy it at a rock-bottom price, because that is the best character generator I've played in any game. Because it's so comprehensive. And it's efficient enough to go online. Yeah. That's incredible achievement right there, because I've played one nearly that comprehensive for an offline game, but never played one that comprehensive for massively multiplayer. Mm. That's incredible character generation. So we'll probably see that pop up again. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully, yes. I wouldn't mind if they wanted to keep the game going as a going concern, seeing as it's the most fun I've had in an MMO for a while. But hey, bastards. I'll stop sulking now. (laughs) So we're up to... Jedi Outcast. Jedi Outcast. It's Jedi Academy after that, isn't it? Or It is. Um, Yeah, because that was... Jedi Knight 3, wasn't it? Yep. That's where I kind of Which returned is Dark to Forces 5. <laughs> God. <laughs> God. And all the fucking Xbox kiddies all think it's confusing when you get Call of Duty Modern Warfare <laughs> 2, the sequel to Call of yep. Duty 4. They, no, they, no, 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 no. they don't understand. We've been, we've been at this for far longer, <laughs> kiddies. Although they did completely drop the Dark Forces designation after 2. Oh, yeah. But it's every game that Kyle's in. We know it. We know. It is a Dark Forces game. But um, Jedi Academy, funnily enough, again, one of the games where you're not playing as Kyle. Well, that's where Kyle pretty much dropped out of it, because Jedi Academy turned it into the create-your-own-character franchise. And he became an irritating, overbearing douche-nozzle of a master who made me want to rebel at the first chance. <laughs> where have we ever heard that story before? I, I, I couldn't possibly conjure up a memory. My master's um, jealous of me. He's holding me back. <laughs> Did you kill them all, Troy? I killed the, I women the whole fucking children. town. Why is it women and children when Anakin's complaining about having killed sand people, but then it's younglings later on? Because he's... Have some fucking internal consistency, George. No, 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 no. Because it's, it's playing with the perception. It's, I killed women and children. It's, oh, he did a super bad thing. When he kills a whole temple full of kids... <laughs> No, we've got to downplay it a little bit. We can't have this obviously turn into like anything other than a PG fanfest. Yeah. Younglings. Because I... Oh, Lucas. Oh. Also, Ewan McGregor had clearly given up by that point. <laughs> it's just like... I think everyone had, apart younglings. from Samuel L. Jackson, was like, I'm taking this to the grave. I'm, I'm playing this up to the hilt. I'm in Star Wars. I've got a purple lightsaber, motherfucker. I'm not invested in this franchise in any other way than being damn cool in it. Yeah. And I can still do that no matter how shit the story is. Absolutely. Because <laughs> my parts of it are pretty cool. Yeah. Because I'm Samuel L. Jackson. But George has also given us... I mean, one of the things we can thank him for is creating the expanded universe. Oh, yeah. You know, because uh, a, a lot of creators hold very tightly to their product. Yeah. And don't allow anything to be made out of it. But George basically going... Here's the whole universe, guys. Have fun. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Make me money, but oh, yeah, have definitely. fun doing it. And that's why we get games like this. Mm. And there's a lot... that This is why there's a lot of Star Wars games. Half of them are great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you've got the Masters of Terrace Cassai. <sighs> See, that, that game fell apart for me when Boba Fett could block... When anybody could hold up their arms over their head and block a lightsaber. Yep. When a lightsaber was somehow a glow-in-the-dark wiffle bat. 
Well, we all know, of course, only Cortosis armor can block a lightsaber and... Dark Geek Rage! <laughs> what? I've... Oh, it can block a lightsaber. Gosh, shut up. How was the retconning for you? You can clearly see the lightsaber bounce off of Vader's shoulder. It's it's one of those little things. Even even Knights of the Old Republic makes me go, oh, guys. <laughs> Where, remember, swords are commonly made with a, uh, a cortosis weave. Yep. In order to, you know, so they can duel with lightsabers. Why? <laughs> Anyone who's got a sword shouldn't be fighting a dude with a lightsaber. He's either a bad guy or fucked anyway. <laughs> Just sell him the cheap version of the sword and let him die happy. There's an argument to be made for that, certainly, but I would want a cortosis weave in my sword. Fine, you come to me for 50 creds extra, I'll tell you there's a cortosis weave in it. And when right, it comes I'll go to, crunch, to an armor who actually puts cortosis in their sword. You wouldn't know. How do you know? You're only going to find out when it comes to the crunch, and then you're going to have no head. <laughs> I like your business practice. No repeat customers, but what do I care? <laughs> Not really m- many word of mouth recommendations either. Well, if anybody comes to me wanting to buy a sword to fight a Jedi, I don't want him coming back once he's armed. Well, that's the thing. In the Old Republic, lightsabers were far more common. True. But they were still the weapons of Jedi. Hmm. And... I don't want anybody who wants to fight Jedi, you know, Plague of the Galaxy. Are we doing a public service? <laughs> what about if they want to fight Sith? That's what the Jedi are for. And, like, the Republic Army. Who want swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With cortosis yeah. well, weave in. They won't come to me. I <laughs> Clearly not. Because you'll very rapidly develop a reputation as a flimflam merchant. <laughs> flimflam! <laughs> Oh, my chicanery with no no bounds. So I, I think we're rapidly approaching the end of this episode. It's it's been quite a short episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think to to sum it up, what what I love about the Dark Forces games, they're very enjoyable shooters on in their own right. Oh yeah. With excellent mission structure, fantastic level design, pretty good AI at times. Yeah. It, it gets better throughout the series. Fun yeah, funnily enough. Add lightsaber. Yeah, I can roll with that. That's, that's pretty much it. You take a great first-person shooter, you, you add lightsaber. And Star Wars elements. I mean, they're, they've all got iconic moments, like yeah. a visit to Jabba's palace, or a fight with a rancor. They, they know the, the pastiche. They know what works. When you've got a really, really schlocky genre, and I love Star Wars, but it is. It is space opera schlock. It is. You know what to play up. Yeah. And they've Played it up you to the hilt. You can't blame them for it. It's why I love in uh, Jedi Outcast, if you've got the lightsaber out and you trail it along the wall. And it leaves and the it little leaves glowing, mark, the glowing behind. mark behind it. And you look back and you can see the streak you've just cut into the wall. It's like, I did that. <laughs> I'm a vandal with a lightsaber. <laughs> and I'll, before, I've got to mention the etiquette of lightsaber duels online. Yeah. I may have mentioned this to you before. You have, but for the for the benefit of our listeners, <laughs> lightsaber duel servers were servers where people would go on and one on one face each other in a lightsaber duel. Because come, was it Outcast or Academy? I think it was Academy. I think it at was this Academy because I I remember the servers. Yeah, and it was definitely much later. The controls have become a lot more sophisticated. You can start to control what moves you were doing with your lightsaber, and you know the genuine player skill was involved rather than just button mashing. 
And it, there was always an etiquette of uh, walk to the center and look down with your mouse, which would make your character sort of bow a little before stepping back and drawing the lightsaber. And it was very much based on Bushido, Kendo kind of stuff. Um, I had a dark Jedi character with... What color was your lightsaber? With a very red-bladed lightsaber. <laughs> the lightsaber itself was kind of a silver metallic with black highlights, but... The blade was red, certainly. Uh, I, I think our listeners might be able to follow where this is going. <laughs> well, I, I never saw why a Sith would engage in this bowing malarkey. I think you bend forward and expose the back of your neck to me, you've already lost. And boy, howdy, I was right. <laughs> so, how furious did you make the general community? There, there was there was rage. Um, there was rage quitting. Uh, and there was even better, the rage desperately trying to beat me. You know, the, I'll bow quickly. He won't have time to get me. Then I'll fight him. Then I'll win. I'll, I'll give you guys a clue. Stop bowing! <laughs> He's a bad guy. He's not interested. Yep. He has no honor. <laughs> he is not Klingon. Uh, and... I would just keep winning because they were retarded. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I can imagine what you think it would be, yes. I was sitting there giggling my little ass off. <laughs> oh, dear. So that I was bet, another yeah. reason I remember, remember these games fondly. I can almost guarantee you that there is somebody, if not more than one person right now listening, going, I remember <laughs> people like that. Probably. What was your handle all that way back then? Did you still go ah, on Right No, I, I, Right Terror is fairly recent. Back then it would have been Glyph, possibly. Yeah, there I think you go. Was... Ever had your head cut off by a dark Jedi called Glyph? Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yes, sir, that that would have been me. <laughs> uh, but I, I do remember that was a lot more fun than the single player in Jedi Academy, specifically. The story wasn't great in Jedi Academy. It was most... It, it seemed mostly like just showing off, setting up the big set pieces in the back. Yeah. Which and was cool, but... At least part yeah. of it was... At least part of the reason I didn't like the change was Kyle Katarn had his own story going on. He and Janels had this continual thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jedi Academy always felt to me like, look, it's Luke. Look yeah. at Luke. It's Luke. Like, yeah, no, but he's not the star. I'm the star. You've got a voice actor who doesn't sound like Luke. Yeah, which didn't help. In the German version, mm. they got the guy who did the German dub for Luke Skywalker. <laughs> so, so they had, they the had authentic Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, which is cool, yeah. in a way, I suppose. Shall we end it on that note? I, I think, uh, oh, actually... There is one. If people are going to head to YouTube, there is one <laughs> more thing I'd like to to throw up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, throw up for me, Troy. No, it's not happening. Um, one more. Th- Obviously, our uh, our theme, the the Tetris yep. theme, as per performed uh, by Power Glove. I think I see where you're going with this. Would this yep. be a pig with the face of a boy? It would be uh, on YouTube presently and on their website. If I could remember the name. I'd link you directly to it, but go to YouTube and type in I am the man who arranges the blocks. I have no problem in seconding this recommendation. You will be led to a surprisingly accurate history of the 20th century. Well, of the Soviet Union. Of the Soviet Union. During- it is a history of the Soviet Union because it starts with the last Tsar. True. And goes through to Putin. It goes through, yeah, 
kind of the the song itself kind of ends yeah ends with Gorbachev yeah okay cool so it's a surprisingly accurate history of uh, the Soviet Union sung to the tune of Tetris and uh, the great thing about it is the way that the video quality changes oh, and so adapts good. to the historical eras yeah as it moves forward so uh, the 80s period is just wonderful it's just glowing <laughs> colors everywhere <laughs> so yeah definitely check that out it's a uh, pick with the face of a boy and uh, enjoy and join us on the forum at simplysyndicated.com go to musicalmousepat.com and spend some money go to steam they've probably got a sale on probably um uh, i don't know dark forces might be back on sale it was last week yep uh, <laughs> good luck soldiers hopefully dragon age come on steam do it for me so uh i have been jack I've been Troy. And I have been Simon. Good Goodbye. night. You've done it again. <laughs> Do and the man with the pages <laughs> of blocks that descend unto me from up above. They fall down and I spin them around till they fit in the ground like hand in glove. No, I'm not singing the rest. That was World One Stage One visit our website at world1stage1.com. Join our forum, send us an email, or follow us on Twitter at W1S1. And, of course, our thanks go to Power Glove for our theme tune.